welcome back to this episode of Safe Talk with Safe Started. Today, I'm joined by a real good friend, Mr. Chris LaSalle. Chris, how are you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Doing great, Tim. Thanks for having me today. And Chris, of course, is a fellow Marine. I would say veteran Marine. Um, he took a different route than I did, but uh, simplify, Chris. Simplify. <laughs> There's a lot of things that we could say right then and there about the Marine Corps, but uh, just so everybody knows, Chris took a different path than I did. I did my four years. Um, and of course, the four years inactive, but Chris did many more years than that and retired. Um, and I just got to say, <laughs> when you think about all the things that we've done, um, Chris made it all the way up to Marine Corps captain. And so retired as a captain and did the Mustang route. But uh, Chris, thank you so much for your service. I do appreciate it. Right back to you, Tom. You too. Um Sir is the word I usually use when I call somebody that's a Marine officer, um, but I'm going to tell you right now, Chris, is probably going to be the last time I call you, sir, just for this podcast. All right. I, I'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are all times out there in the world when we uh, cross paths in terms of traveling or getting together as friends, um, but ultimately, ultimately I, uh, I'll still call him, sir. So Chris, uh, it's it's your sh it's your show, it's your spotlight, and I just got to get started here by asking, what led you to Safe Start? Well, in big part, as you know, it was you, Tim, uh, <laughs> sort of by chance when we met back in 2011 at our wives' 20th high school reunion, uh, them being childhood friends, uh, we got introduced and uh, hit it off a little bit, and then our shared marine background added to that just a bit. And then a couple of years later, when I was getting ready to retire and started looking for what my next calling in life was going to be, uh, I didn't want to just get a, a job, a nine to five, wanted to do something that could uh, sort of carry on what I'd started with the Marine Corps. And that's doing something that makes a difference, something that matters. And so as we were talking, as I got closer and closer to retirement date, and you shared a little of what you do, I started introducing me to Safe Start a bit, uh, saw some interest in it uh, before I got really in depth into it, didn't know it that well, but just in some of the sort of casual conversations we had, uh, I remember I was driving to work one day, still up at Marine Corps Base Quantico in Northern Virginia, and I caught myself doing this thing that I realized was self-triggering based just off of the, again, limited conversations we've had. And, you know, basically kept me from pulling across uh, a road in front of a oncoming semi and less than ideal road conditions. There was some ice and snow on the road that day. And I just realized that, you know, I was going to slow myself down, not rush across the road. And just that easily, all these little terms that you'd introduced me to a safe start, the rushing, the self-triggering, uh, keeping out of the line of fire, just started popping into my head without having actually put any real effort at that point into studying them, if you will. So I just thought this stuff's coming naturally and, and it works and it, it, it can make a difference. So maybe this is something I can start sharing with other people too, and they can make a difference for them. So that's, that's really what bought me into it. And uh, sort of was my aha moment where my eyes were opened and I saw that this has some definite real world applicability and can, can make a difference. And then, you know, you opened the door for me, gave me the chance to uh, put my foot in there and get started and just ran with it since then. And it's been a great, great ride. Well, I appreciate you telling them that, and uh, thank you for the shout-out. I, I will honestly have to explain to people, most of the time you get friends, you get colleagues that are out there, and they say, what what, what makes it about the Marine Corps that people feel drawn to each other? Um, and it's it's hard to explain sometimes, but you know, the best thing that comes out of my mouth usually is, 
Well, when you do the 13 weeks of boot camp and when you, you know, you, you get on deployment and um, you put on the same gear, you iron your, your, you know, your, your clothes and all of these things that go into being a Marine or playing the part of a Marine people can relate to. So when you're in the Marine Corps, you have an understanding, even when you're in the army and the air force and the other branches, like, I think there's a, a Navy department. <laughs> I, I joke. I'm sorry. All of you out there that was served prior, thank you so much for your service. But, you know, when when you have that connection with somebody, it's prior service. Um, it's an immediate, I know what you've been through. I know what you've done. I know what I can relate to. And so people always ask about that. But then when we connected at that uh, <laughs> high school reunion, now, being fair, I got to tell everybody in full transparency, it was kind of your reunion, too, even though you're a year off. There was a lot of people at this reunion that you knew. Um, it was kind of, it was kind of neat to see you, um, in, in working with those folks or not working, but kind of communicating with them. But at the same time, at the very beginning of the conversation, Chris, you actually flat out told me public speaking was your biggest fear. how did you overcome that? I did the Marine thing. You know, I put my, put my head down and just charged through it and accomplished the mission. Uh, I mean, it's not that I hadn't done any public speaking, obviously as a, uh, Marine officer, you're in front of platoons up to battery, you know, so a couple hundred Marines at a time. Uh, it's a little bit different than in the civilian world though. Cause when you're wearing the uniform, you have a, a certain amount of authority and a certain amount of, uh, expected behavior that all the Marines know they need, need to follow. So, um, going into the civilian world is a little bit different, but I did approach it just the same way. There were a lot of things that I learned how to do in the Marine Corps that I'd never had any experience with before. And I got pretty good at them. And I just approached the public speaking part of uh, the Safe Start consultant life the same way. Just, again, put my head down, decided uh, it's not can I do this, it's I am going to do this. And, and then you're going to, yeah, you're going to improve. Yeah, yeah, you did it. And you're going to improve every step of the way. Improvement for Chris has gotten him, got him to a point of helping us train our consultants, our future consultants. And I'm very proud of what you've been able to accomplish. Uh, so, Chris, uh, what do you think is unique about Safe Start? Or in other words, what do you love about the process of Safe Start? Well, for me, again, coming from the military background, I know it's the same in a lot of uh, civilian industrial type of settings as well. Safety was always about being told what to do, what not to do, very rule and compliance based. Uh, where for Safe Start, uh, I, I just love the fact that it's more of giving the power to us as the individual. Giving us the tools that we can use, but not telling us what to do and just helping us achieve our own end state. And by another big thing about Safe Start is uh, focusing on what's important to us as an individual and then that how that tool can help us achieve that. So it's not about you have to do this or else you're going to get in trouble or you have to do this or you're going to be written up or anything like that. It's about here's a tool that you can use. Take it and run with it and you can really get something great out of this. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, just in case everybody doesn't know, um, the two of us are probably the biggest Star Wars fans you'll ever meet. Um, I'm not going to say who's the biggest uh, Star <laughs> Wars fan between the two of us, but when it comes to certain things like, you know, Jedi mind tricks and, and things of that, that nature, we don't necessarily go into a classroom and just throw our hands around and say, you will follow these states. And <laughs> it's not like it's not like that at all. Anyways. But the feeling that you get when you leave the classroom and the feeling that you get, um, I, I know that you said when you left you know, your first exposure to Safe Start that you felt yourself doing those techniques on the road. And that, that's been a big deal. 
And so you do a lot of that while you're traveling and, and while you're out away from the house. But what about your life? And the most important part about your life in terms of safe start, what, what has it made an impact on in your life? Wow. It is, like you said, on the road, getting me back home with all the travel we do. We have lots of, lots of chances to get delayed to not make it back. So just personally, it gets me back to the people I care about. But it's also been something I've been able to share with my wife, my three uh, daughters, my son, uh, to give them tools that they can use, things they understand and, and can put into practice. So they're here when I get home and we can spend that time together. Right. And it's been things, again, that they can use. It's simple. I remember back when I started, my kids were quite a bit younger and I started off by sitting down and showing them the Boo Boo Bandits, uh, really focused on my youngest at the time, Max, who, who was the one that was age appropriate in that first showing. But I remember watching all of my other, all other three daughters would walk through the room. And at first they walked through and looked at the screen and sort of scoff, scoff, scoffed a little bit at it. Like that looks silly. By the time it was over, all four kids were sitting on the couch with me watching watching this and then having a discussion about it afterwards and i would bet if i went back and asked any one of them right now they could tell you about hard sharp hot and slippery and uh, those things just just stuck with them right away and looking back i mean all four of my kids are driving max is now 18 so he's been driving for a few years as well and i will say that uh, a couple of them have had an accident here or there but everything that's happened to them on the road has been someone else that has, has done it to them they haven't gotten themselves in those positions. Now, yeah, there's some room for improvement there still. Maybe they could have avoided it a little bit more proactively if they'd been uh, thinking ahead. But as inexperienced drivers who have gone, you know, they probably have a good at least 10 years of experience driving now between all of them. And to have nothing happen at, at their fault, I think that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's that's great. I, I remember you telling me the process of uh... – uh, trying to teach your kids all this all this stuff but it's made an impact at home and um and one of the biggest things that you just said was sharing it that's that's a huge aspect of safe start and um once you once you realize for yourself what's what it's going to do then in going home and sharing it with your family or your loved ones or your neighbors that's a pretty big deal so all of that stuff outside of the workplace let's uh, kind of transfer into the workplace what's the most exciting thing that you've ever seen happen to you while you were on site at a customer Hmm. Well, I haven't had any major events happen on site. Uh, I had just a lot of little things, you know, going in. As you mentioned, when you walk into a classroom, we don't do the Jedi mind trick, waving the hand in front of them. But even though I'm going out over nine years now of doing this, seeing that light bulb moment where the light bulb goes off over somebody's head and they, they get it, that, that's a pretty big and pretty exciting thing, something that makes you happy. and. For us as consultants, it makes the time we spend away from home worth it when we see that we're actually making that difference. And that light bulb moment can come at different times. Sometimes people get it within the first you know, half hour of uh, introductory session. Sometimes it takes a few sessions for them to get it. But when it comes around, it, it's, it's pretty special. It is. A Jedi mind trick is something that I'd like to say. Maybe a safe start mind trick. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but... Uh... That light bulb clicking is actually a really big deal. Um, and you're right. Flying in and flying out is probably one of the toughest things that people can do. It does take a toll on you physically and mentally. But then you get into the classroom and you see somebody that gives you that proverbial nod and they feel like they've gotten it. It gives you it gives you impetus to want to do it again. Uh -huh. um, 
I know that you don't like to play golf, Chris, but you know, when you hit that exciting golf shot, it makes you kind of want to come back because <laughs> you see that ball do exactly what you thought it was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, most of the time it doesn't really do that. Uh, but when it comes to students doing the things that you expect them to do, and then they turn around and give you that uh, confirmation nod, that's, that is a great, that is a great thing. So Chris, I, I just got to tell everybody that uh, you are obviously a leader in our group. Um, you're actually now training consultants um, and you've worked your way up. And I have to say that uh, I'm really proud of the work that you've done. And I'm really glad that you decided to take the position as a consultant with our group. Um, and I say, <laughs> when, it, when it comes to completing the mission, you're, you're absolutely a hard charger. Um, and I know you've probably written many recommendations for a Navy Achievement Medal, but some of the words that come out to my mind is you've got one of the greatest can-do attitudes. And as one of our top consultants, you always go out there, you complete the mission. And I just got to say, Chris, uh, I am really appreciative that you've made the time to come on and share with our group, our speaker, our speakers, but our, our listeners to, to what you do. And so thank you so much for being here appreciate the opportunity for sure um i'll tell you what to me it was a pleasure but if you need to reach out to chris directly you can do so via email and that's chris.l at savestart.com and that is charlie hotel romeo india sierra dot lima at savestart.com so thank you so much for our loyal listeners and spending some time with us. And on behalf of Safe Talk with Safe Start, I'm Tim Page Bodder, and we'll see you down the road.